KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Nowhere Boy is a dramatized account of the young John Lennon, who would have turned 70 tomorrow. It's a modest film and an enjoyable one. At one point, the camera glances at a sign in front of a Liverpool house. The sign says, Strawberry Field. And it made me wonder what we would have thought of the film if the fruit had been blueberry or if the hero's touchingly young bandmate had been a kid named Peter instead of Paul. I think it still would have been very enjoyable, though obviously less resonant. It's a coming-of-age drama about a gifted teenager who's caught in a no-boy's land between a stern aunt who raises him and a loving mom who's too tormented to mother him. Aaron Johnson makes John a strong presence and a credible one. The movie ends before the quarrymen become the Beatles, but you can imagine that Lennon's prodigious outpouring of poetry was beginning to form in the fertile mind of this likable 15-year-old with a cocky facade and a tender soul. You can almost hear songs forming in a silent scene between John and his first guitar. The script is flagrantly Oedipal. Almost every scene between John and his mother is sexually charged. The curse is taken off most of those scenes by Anne-Marie Duff in the mother's role. She's beautiful as a seductress in spite of herself and affecting as a woman with a wild child's impulses. Nowhere Boy was directed by a woman, Sam Taylor Wood, and it gives another important role to the brilliant Kristen Scott Thomas. Her Aunt Mimi isn't beautiful, at least on the outside. She slathers her face with too much powder and marches around in dowdy clothes. But when the time comes for truths to be told, Scott Thomas fires off volleys of passion that transform Mimi from a prim martinet into a powerfully loving influence in John's life. Disney's Secretariat is a family film about one of the fastest racehorses in history, but it stumbles along beneath the weight of leaden life lessons. They're dispensed at frequent intervals by Diane Lane, who does better than anyone had a right to expect since she's saddled with dialogue of exceptional dreadfulness. Lane plays Penny Chenery, the owner of the Triple Crown winner. In the 1970s, she was a Colorado housewife and mother who took over a Virginia stable from her ailing father. John Malkovich plays Lucien Laurent, the horse's French-Canadian trainer. The lessons are feminist in a narrow sense, though they're meant to be broadly inspirational. Never give up, run your race to see how far you can run, etc., etc. As if the script weren't clumsy enough, the movie even mangles a wordless moment when Penny seeks to inspire her hay burner by looking him in the eye. His eyes are dead, and her barely suppressed desperation makes her look like a horse wheedler. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.